Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's Elon Daly, part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. And we're talking Wednesday, we're talking it's January 8th, and they had the big reveal at the Chinese Gigafactory. But it wasn't as big as we'd hoped, but there are still some interesting things there. So, you know, uh, what I've seen is sort of a simulcast, uh, simultaneously translated English version of uh, predominantly what was done in Chinese. But then Elon came on stage and he did a funny little dance and you can see all the moves there. And apparently the Chinese love it when Elon does his funny little dance. He looked really comfortable, really happy, very different than the Elon Musk we've seen in the last few years, you know, stressing that the entire company is going to uh, go under. This is a guy that seems like he's like, whew, I dodged that bullet. So what did they talk about there? Well, they talked about your yeah, Model 3 and they handed over some keys and they talked about the fact that Model Y is going to come to Shanghai as well. But then it was just lacking severely on details about the whens, the hows and the ifs and the ahs and and my conjecture yesterday about it'll come out in China at least at the same time as it does in the US. Well, we don't know because they didn't really say. But he also dropped another pearl or two, and one of them was that they will probably design and create a car in China for not only the Chinese market, but for the world market. Because he believes that they've got some great designers there, and they certainly have the capacity. So that'll be interesting to see in the years ahead. And he suggested it will be something crazy and weird, much like the Cybertruck. So that's exciting to conjecture about for the next few years. But he also talked a lot about sort of bizarre, amazing new manufacturing technologies. And we've heard about this before, that maybe they'll be able to produce Model Y with maybe one bendy piece of metal, not lots of bendy pieces of metal. The idea that they're going to change the wiring, so they're going to go from kilometers of wiring, I think three kilometers in the Model 3, to down to just 100 yards in the Model Y, and that will really aid in getting the robots to put this thing together, because it turns out one of the hardest things to do is wiggly bits of wire and wiring that humans have to do. So all of this is very interesting. Is there something else coming as well? Probably. Probably what he's talking about is all that plus some new stuff, which will be interesting and we'll hear about in the future. He likes to tease us, the Elon. Now, does he also mean something amazing about battery technology? Almost. Certainly. Almost. Certainly. And we're going to be hearing about battery tech, we think, in the coming months. So put all this together. You've got a giant stampy machine, you've got less wiring, you're able to produce these much faster, therefore you should be able to produce them either at less cost or at higher profit, and you put a new battery tech in there, and you're going to come out with a new vehicle in China that's for the worldwide market. You put all this together with the fact that they are now sort of over the hump in terms of production, if not deliveries and service, Tesla's looking good, and that's why the stock price is quite high. You can go and find the video uh, in various places. Um, it's pretty long, and because it's simultaneously translated, it's you know not as provocative to the English uh, language audience as it might otherwise be. But it's really interesting. And one of the things I noticed, beside the fact that Elon was very happy and dancing around, was what's up with the wheels on that car that's in the backdrop? I think it's supposed to be a Model 3, but the wheels are weird. And I don't know if it's just sort of the colouring, the shading, or the whiteness or something... But um, this doesn't look like any wheel that I've seen yet. Is it just me? Am I overcalling it? But does the wheel on the Model 3 that they've got in the background look really different? Is it a new aero wheel that also gives it an extra 500 miles? No, it's not. But uh, is it new? Also, yesterday, Starlink was launched again. So another 60 satellites went up, one of them in black, as we talked about yesterday, Matt Black. And we're going to see if that works. What they want to see is, does that really reduce the reflectivity? 
of the Starlink satellites and at the same time does it do anything to the performance. So they'll put that puppy up there while it's up there now. They'll get it into the right position and then no doubt they'll start testing and let us know if that's an issue. You know, a number of years ago, Elon said they're going to get to the point they're going to fire up rockets and re-land them so often that it's going to get boring and that's where they want it to be. But i got to tell you, after so many missions, and this year there's going to be so many, to me it just doesn't get boring. You've got this incredibly energy-dense material, like overwhelmingly energy-dense material to push this rocket up into the spacey space. And you know that all of that energy-dense material, it just wants to explode. That's what it wants to do. That's what energy-dense material wants to do. It wants to explode in one giant kaboomy boom. And yet the humans are trying to get it to explode in a more mm, controlled fashion so that you can get the rocket into the air. And certainly uh, SpaceX has blown up its share of rockets in its time and its testing. But I can't help but every time I'm watching thinking, this thing has got to explode. And I'm always amazed when it doesn't explode. And yes, I know lots of testing and treatment and failure and uh, they've gotten better and better and its likelihood of exploding is getting less all the time. But i got to tell you, every time I see it, the flames roaring out of the back of this thing, I'm just thinking, why doesn't this explode every time? It should explode every time and that's why I guess I'm mesmerized. Because it should explode. It should explode. <laughs> and CES is on right now, the computer uh, consumer electronics show, which everybody that I listen to in the tech industry like loves to hate. They're like, this, this thing is just so out of control, huge and big, and you spend all your time you know, trying to find stuff, and it's hard, and uh, everybody like loves to hate it. But one of the things that got revealed at the consumer electronics show is Sony announcing an electric car. What the what? Sony announcing an electric car. Nobody saw this puppy coming. There's lots of other people we saw coming, and maybe Apple's going to do a car and all this other stuff, but Sony, just out of the blue, came out with the Sony Vision S. Well, when I say came out, basically came out with what looks like a premium sedan. And uh, when is it going to come to market? I'm not sure. What are the specs? Nobody knows. It was very light on information, but they sort of just said, and we're going to make an electric car. And there's some pictures from the inside, and the dash looks really interesting. So fascinating, fascinating. Didn't see that coming. Nobody saw that coming. And there's some sort of big iPad-looking things that are in uh, the rear seats so that those people in the back seat can, you know, get entertained, as it were. So super interesting. We'll hear more about it. But uh, just know that Sony is apparently uh, getting into uh, the market. When and with what exactly? We'll have to wait and see. And as we look back on 2019, we all recognise that it was a climate disaster and there's going to be more of it and Australia is still right in the middle of what is just a terrible, terrible fires. But we need to have some good news, right? And uh, there's a really good article here in Forbes magazine that notes a couple of really good news stories. And that goes like this. First of all, in Denmark, they set a new record for renewable energy generation with over 50% of their electricity now coming from renewable sources, the overwhelming majority of which is from wind and about 3% solar. And they just opened up this massive Horns Rev 3 offshore wind farm, which is enough for about 500,000 homes or about 20% of Denmark's population. So now they're over 50%, 100% renewable, which is pretty astounding. At the same time, they talk about in the United Kingdom, same kind of thing in the North Sea, big wind generation there. And the Brits are now getting about 48.5% of their electricity from wind farm, solar and nuclear. Now, the nuclear part there, some people like don't like that. 
I think it's zero carbon, and so I've actually changed my thoughts about nuclear, particularly when you think about these new nuclear generation plants, which may be much safer, and we'll see what happens with them in the future. But I think right now, there are some very smart people arguing for the fact that maybe nuclear is not so bad compared to CO2. We could have that discussion at a later time. And then there's Germany. Germany also is near 50% renewables, and that's without nuclear. So Germany at about, I think, in the high 40s or mid 40s, 46% it is, to be exact. They have a lot of solar, they have a lot of wind, they're doing a great job. So although there are some people that are still climate deniers, even in the face of what we can clearly see in front of us and overwhelming science, there are these countries that are leading the way, that are showing that you can get 50%. And then we're going to see how far they can go. The Germans are planning on 65% by 2030, which is now only 10 years away. So this is the kind of feel-good, we-can-get-there-if-we-try-hard kind of story that I like to hear about. Because we need to have that positivity. This is a possible. And more than possible, it's really important. And here in the US, where we have a very, very pro-coal government... Coal generation continues to go down, and there's some recent reports about how many lives that saved. It's really impressive. When you get rid of coal and that particulate matter, it not only is good for the planet, it's good for the peeps, and it's good for the animals. And this crap about, you know, wind farms are bad because it kills birds. Yeah, yeah, there might be a few birds that are killed by a wind farm, but there are many more birds that are killed by coal plants and humans and the other such things. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the show is Elon Dale. It's part of the Talking Tesla Network of Shows. My name is Mel Herbert. Leave us a rating, a review. Go on to Patreon. Become a patron. We do things for the patrons that we don't do for other people. It's delicious, the lovely, and delectable. Talk to you tomorrow. Herbert out.